0: Welcome to the Shailax Team Podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week I'm joined by Harriet Russell, Emma Bigger and Georgina Basky. Hi everyone. Hello. Hello. How's everybody doing?
1: Good. Good. good.
0: I um, I dressed very optimistically today. (laughs) I dressed for the season I wanted, not the season that we had. Um, For those listening, I'm wearing... um, Well, well, they're not actually... They're not silk. They're quite thick, but they're kind of satiny pyjamas. And... um, You have got a woolly sock on though. I've got a woolly sock on and I've got some layers with me too. But they are... um, They're like i don't know how you describe them like italian dining themed yeah (laughs) they're like a tritoia and portofino the kind of vibe (laughs) and they're all kind of it's plates well yeah they're like portofino plates aren't they yeah yeah anyway definitely which is
3: um interesting because on the radio this morning i heard chris evans say that it is not only going to be the coldest march for a decade which is what he originally said he then said actually update it's going to be the coldest march Ever.
0: <gasps> oh, wow. That's upsetting. I'm well, yeah. glad I wore them today. Yeah, that today was, was so yeah. Your only might the hottest day yeah. of the month. So we're,
3: you know, we're not even in March <laughs> yet. Um, but, you know. How was everyone's weekend, Georgina? What did you get up to? Um, this weekend I had a good friend's 50th birthday party, which was really fun. Um, lots of dressing up and dancing. I wouldn't have thought you good. were at the 50th stage yet. Well, I'm not, no. but some of my friends 50th, are. To be clear, the parties, yeah. Yeah, um, so that, that was all, that was good fun. And then otherwise just usual pottering around, um, What did the 50th cooking. involve? Uh, The 50th involved um, drinks, canapes and dancing. Fun. Oh, proper party. Yeah, yeah. Proper big party. What did you wear? I wore a Hayley Menzies gold floral dress that I actually bought for the summer, but I just sort of wore it with white boots and made it feel a bit more
1: wintry.
0: I feel like I don't hear her name very often, Hayley Menzies, Mm, anymore. Not anymore. Not since the
1: cardigans kind of... Yeah. There's that
2: store in Sloane Square.
1: Yeah, she's still yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Still there, I She's think. still got the yeah, store in so. Yeah, she had a space yeah. in
0: Notting Hill, but I don't think she's got that anymore. Mm.
1: Yeah. The one in
0: Sloane Square is still
2: there, for mm. sure. Nice brand. Fun. Mm. And what yeah. did you get up to? Saturday, I went to the farmhouse for lunch, nice. which was really nice. Met up with some friends, and then... Where did you eat? The main barn. Nice. And then we sat outside, because it was spring, it was cold, but yeah. it was still like sunny enough to sit, so, nice. so it was nice. And then Sunday, I went to the Beyond the Streets exhibition. At the search gallery. gallery. Yeah, 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 it was really nice. Took the kids, so they enjoyed that, because it's all quite, obviously, visual and colourful and uh, lots of music. For those who don't know, what is the exhibition? So, it's kind of through the decades of graffiti and pop culture and um, music, and it just kind of, there's three floors they have kind of installations of TVs and news and all things kind of attached to graffiti, so it's nice. Cool. And yeah, it's good to do with the kids. So we both enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So it's like
1: something for everyone. Okay. Nice. Harry, yeah. what did you get up to? Um, not hot a lot. Saturday, I I prepared my veg bed. I'm very excited. Oh, wow. In my um, garden at my parents' house, I've taken it upon myself to create a vegetable garden this good year. You. I know. Do you know what?
0: Someone came up for me on TikTok that some vegetable girl I don't know. she grows, she grows <laughs> things, vegetable. whatever she grows stuff she lives in America but oh my god she made me want to grow grow everything mm. and it's just, she was like going to her in-laws or something and she was making she's like the, her like most viewed ones are a couple of times she's gone to her in-laws so she makes them a basket from the veg garden mm-hmm. and it's like and then she gets her like homemade honey and some flowers and it's like all in this little basket and I'm so just like nice. oh I want to it's be so there awesome. does
2: she live somewhere sunny I always think like, yeah. And also, it so looks always, like, yeah I have like an astroturfed
1: terrace <laughs> yeah. like a garden yeah. but you know I mean steps. yeah it's, it's an investment mm. not necessarily financially there are definitely ways to do it affordably don't you just
0: grow it? so naive do you not just like go and buy seeds from the um what's it called garden centre garden garden center.
1: Garden center. <laughs> step one pick a London kid without <laughs> showing you're a London kid <laughs> um yes essentially um it depends what you want to grow though because some things have to germinate first in a seedling tray before you put them oh in the ground God, right you've lost um, it i know it, this is what i mean in terms of effort it's not a financial effort it's literal effort mm. literal hard work so what have you planted We've not planted anything extra too early what, for most things. Okay, what but the we plan, we've got um, potatoes that are chitting. So that's what I mean. They have to sprout before they God, go in the ground. God,
0: there's to know <laughs> as well. I know. There's a whole <laughs> other language. Okay.
1: Um, and then our bed isn't massive. So the thing about veg is it grows, it can grow like an absolute weed. So you have to have quite a lot of space, which we don't have. So we're at the moment, we're aiming for potatoes um peas and courgette the courgette will go crazy i think so it's gonna be quite i love
0: courgette yeah Mm, and i'm gonna
1: a friend of mine told me that she grew her mother grows tomatoes in hanging baskets so i'm gonna give that a go because again we're short on space so um we haven't really got room for tomato plants plus there's an awful lot of wildlife around my parents house um nothing like exotic i just mean like cats and squirrels and pigeons Mm. and stuff and um Summer who works on our Lux and Co team was telling me that last year she basically lost everything to oh, rabbits. So to rabbits, um, that's so sweet though. Like if you're gonna
0: lose it to someone. It's not when you've put this much work in. It's like bloody better than rabbits. like rats
1: though. I've actually been I've planted up pots in my garden for like just spring bulbs and stuff. And the other day I went out to check them, I've put chicken wire on them and oh, everything. I need to do that. And this bloody squirrel has lifted the chicken oh. wire off and given it a right dig. Is it too late to do that for bulbs, do you think? For bulbs it probably is, but for veg you're right on mm. track.
0: So I have in my, my I've got you know my house is a I don't even know if it's Victorian or Georgian but it's just like a London terrace house and I've got you know along my front wall I've got a planter box mm-hmm. that currently has stones and quite a few weeds growing out of it and I would love to do that and it feels loads. but like that feels like something I should do myself but like. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You just go and buy soil and then you just plant seeds? Depends
1: what you want to do. Well, if I just wanted some pretty flowers. I would say now you've missed the window to propagate something, okay. which means like growing from seed or from <laughs> bulb. bulb. Propagate means that's a good <laughs> <like a> general <laughs> <Okay. word. laughs> I did not know what propagate meant when I started all use- that's this. That's a word
0: you can use in normal i still had no idea what people meant
1: so yeah if you want to grow something like literally from nothing Mm. for flowers Mm. i think you've kind of missed the window because they do need a good five months and
0: if you want like a rose bush yeah do you have do you have to go and buy a rose but you can't just plant roses in soil yeah of course you can oh why do people buy bushes then well it's good to buy a
3: little plant and again going back to your window box Mm -hmm. if they kind of mid to end of March, you could get some really nice cyclamen or something and yeah. put in a bit of lavender and you would go to the garden center and it would already be like oh, see,
2: cause it's already grown that high a bit. It's already and grown you then bit, pop yeah. it
3: in and it will continue to grow, but you will get the instant color hit yeah. that you're probably after. So maybe uh, also, I should go, go sorry,
2: on. I was just going to say, because I've been researching the lazy girls uh, options. Probably. You can get pre-planted window boxes Yeah. Okay. that are delivered to your door three times a year mm-hmm. and they literally i know mean, it's so lazy no, and no, it's <laughs> your as green Georgina fingers says, it's um but, it's
1: the um, best way to get like that instant gratification because a lot of gardening is not instant gratification yeah sure. I,
0: do, I, I don't want to garden i just want my body yeah exactly yeah, yeah,
1: um yeah. and as long as you're buying something that's
0: perennial it will come back year after year so i could technically just put a load of soil in that and then buy multiple little lavender yeah. bushes and like little lavender yeah, or whatever, and just stick them in there, and they'd be and they would just live. Do yeah. I have to? Yeah, them? but you
3: could also then change it up seasonally, yeah, which yeah. is what mm. going to what Emma said, these companies do. Yes. So then, yeah. when it's more summery, you choose something else, and then from autumn into winter, you could just have something yeah. evergreen that just looks really nice. Yeah.
0: Okay,
3: are you into gardening? I mean, I love nothing more than sitting in a pretty garden. <laughs> Am I into gardening? No, I wouldn't, I would quite like to, maybe, mm. but it's sort of one of those things on the when I'm a grown up, mm. I'm going to get
0: really into gardening, <laughs> and it's like. Oh shit! I am a grown-up, and I still haven't quite managed to get into mm. gardening. But I also feel like there's a distinction. Like I'm not that interested in being into gardening. I spoke with Tamer, but I just would like my like my spaces to look mm. pretty. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. feels a bit pathetic to get a gardener. I just like to make it very clear that we have a
1: gardener. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does like a lot of the heavy lifting. Well, yeah, but what you're suggesting is not the same as like lawn mowing. No, no. Different he job. does a lot of the manual labor. And when I wanted a veg bed, he was the one who put the raised bed in for me. I was not there with my hammer and nails. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah no, so. Right, okay. Got I just it. Like to oh, it's raised.
0: Good. Oh, that's nice.
1: Raised is better for drainage in veg. Oh, you yeah, can you know I know. You can put it straight into the ground, but it really depends on what your soil is and the aspect and everything like that. Okay,
0: gosh. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've got time
1: for this. I think it's the, it's the <laughs> I was talking yeah. to my friend about it the other day, she was like, You need an Instagram about this. I was like, <laughs> What yes. for age old for gardening tips that anyone yes. could look up on Google. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but like you just like a quick guide. When... Yeah, you just need someone
2: yeah, who like can this. tell you everything. Exactly. Like, like this, this actually yeah, yeah. was probably as yeah. far as my research will go. Yeah, so,
1: <laughs> thank I'm
0: you. always here. Thank you so much. Okay, so what I did this weekend. I went to, I went to Glen Eagles. For your birthday. Oh, yes. It was my birthday. Yes. Which, have any of you been? No.
1: No.
0: Okay, so it is so far from what I expected. I, for, for the record, very much paid for ourselves. Wasn't, wasn't a press day or anything. The, the comparison I would make is like Vegas like have have you been to Vegas yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay so you know how when you stay in a Vegas hotel it's just like it's just so vast and and everything is it's miles and everything is enormous and there's just like thousands of people there Mm -hmm. but it's still done to like a nice enough quality that you're not like this is disgusting it's like that but it's a much better quality than that so it's Mm. not like Vegas in terms of like vibes but but it, it, it felt like like the queues and the volume of people and the enormity of the space and the grounds and everything it, the, you know when someone just reminds you again and again of somewhere and it was giving like well, sorry few for what? for like everything <laughs> so like the queue uh, the check in was always super long or like so you get to breakfast and they're like okay it's a 10 minute wait so then you're like oh that's annoying mm. but then they're like but let us escort you into here and they send you into this lovely lounge and you have coffee and pastries while you wait for breakfast like everything's really clever in that it's done to a nice enough standard that you're not irritated by the fact that it's like this enormous hotel so how many rooms does it have it's actually only got 250 or only it's quite i mean it's got 250 hmm. rooms and it's more Some than I'm cottages and residences and a couple well, of residences but yeah. obviously it's really close to edinburgh and glasgow it's within an hour from both of them and it you can tell straight away that it's somewhere that people go like it, you know it's a local place for for the you know for celebrations for dinners for whatever mm-hmm. like it's it's got everything whether you're going and to like and it's quite touristy is it quite touristy or? It, it was we didn't hear a single other language really? we were there. no re- this sounds so stupid way more scottish people than i thought that there <laughs> would be like in, it's obviously a place that locals you know treat mm-hmm. as like a somewhere that you go. go i in particular loved it it is so i just thought it would be like heckfield like a kind of boutique-y style I don't know really why I thought that but anyway it's as I say it's absolutely vast but it means it's like they call it the playground and there really is like it is like an adult playground there are endless things you could do it's like the facilities for kids are amazing but it's also not like an annoying place to be if you don't have children you know there's adults only swimming pools and like they're really good at keeping it separate but there's just so much you can do there. We did off road driving in something called an Argo Cat, which is a four wheel drive that's amphibious as well as oh, cool. able to go on the which was like so much fun. But I mean, there are endless activities you could do and like seven restaurants or something. There's pick and mix stands, there's wow. ice cream stores. Like, it's, it's like a. I don't, like, it's so city. not what I thought it would be like. No, me neither. I, I thought, thought it was like, like some home.
2: sleepy hotel or on a, a bit golf stuffy. course yeah. kind of like,
0: a- Not at all. But, but the thing is, it is. It is that as well. So, like the golf courses are so beautiful, and like we walked around the PGA. You know, you could go for that kind of mm. holiday, and there were some, some kind of stuffy older Scottish. people. I mean that in the nicest way. They were so chic, so elegant. Who obviously use it in that way, but then equally, some of the some of the room. Look at this bathroom. They've like they've they've been refurbing it for months on end. Like, that's the powder room in the downstairs. It's actually, the photograph is, like, really orange. But it's, like, it's all powder pink. Like, all the spaces were just so beautiful. Like, you know, it's got, like, Annabelle's vibe. How did you Mm. get there? We flew. So you can obviously do various things. We flew to Edinburgh. It's an hour's flight. It's then under an hour in a taxi from Edinburgh to Glen Eagles. We took the scenic route home like scenic route back to the airport which was unbelievable there's these incredible new bridges and I don't know linking one bit But anyway really really beautiful and all in all I think trains are really expensive I think it was more expensive to take the train and also obviously it's Mm. way longer and well and a bit unpredictable these days quite and I mean you could drive technically when we we looked it up yesterday it said seven hours oh no and also like we all know seven means nine you know no it's not worth it we were five hours door to door when we came home yesterday so Anyway, I really recommend it, particularly for families. But actually, but we had a great time as a couple. What a lovely trip! Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. lovely. Yeah. Has anyone been watching anything, reading anything, anything to recommend, Harriet?
1: I watched. It's actually, I think it's probably getting over three years old, but it's on Netflix. It's called The Boys in the Band. Have you heard of it? So originally i think right before the pandemic it was on broadway it's a play originally Mm -hmm. and had a really sort of stellar lineup and then i think don't necessarily quote me but because of the pandemic it sort of got shut down and then before you knew it they'd made a film of it to kind of compensate for the lost run um i don't know whether the film was always in the works and they just sort of expedited the process or what. So is
0: it a film of the play
1: yeah right and but the cast is pretty mega so jim parsons plays kind of like the main guy who for anyone who doesn't know is sheldon in the big bang theory and then the sort of supporting cast but i use that term loosely is andrew reynolds zachary quinto loads of big names and essentially it focuses it's a real like character study and it's clearly a play as opposed to a film of eight friends in new york on an evening in 1968 it's one of the friends birthdays And Jim Parsons is hosting his birthday party and it all sort of is fun and games to begin with. And then slowly over the course of the evening, it sort of turns into a very like who's afraid of Virginia Woolf type vibe. And they all start kind of like saying some rather unpleasant home truths. And you realise that maybe they're not friends in the typical sense of that word. But because of the time they're living in, homosexuality is still illegal um, in New York at this time. You realize they're kind of bound together for other reasons rather than like pure friendship mm-hmm. it's very very good okay it sounds really good yeah mm-hmm. on netflix on netflix i okay. recommend
0: okay thanks i don't really have any questions it just sounds really good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, anyone else emma
2: um i started watching is it the trouble with fleissman or oh yeah fleissman's, oh, yeah. In, trouble? Fleiss- fleissman's in, in trouble in trouble that's it i watched the first time. um yeah i've watched i've only watched two so i can't wholeheartedly recommend it but you know, I'm getting into it. It's it's got good cast. It's um, Jesse Eisenberg, Claire Danes plays his wife, and she basically. I mean, I don't know if you've read the book, but she basically disappears, and it's kind of follows his anxious path of discovering where she is. And
1: so, yeah, I think I don't know what you
2: thought. I, it's.
1: I thought the dating app stuff was weirdly dated. I'm not gonna lie.
2: What the oh, yes, yeah. I
1: feel like Claire Danes gets, um, I think she's a great actress, but I think she plays the same part a lot of the time, mm-hmm. which is sort of stressed woman, cold, uptight mm-hmm. bitch, is kind of what I was going to okay. say. Ooh,
0: when I think of um, Homeland, she was just, I just think of her crying all the time, yeah,
1: but sort of that really like clenched kind yeah, of tense. feel to her, yeah. Um, and like I say, quite sort of, um, in this at least, she's very, very cold, but actually, when it
2: goes back, I think it's the second episode, you see her. when they they first Mm. met and she's a totally different character
0: so people love it the series came out it's it's a rarity that it came out in america and it's it finished in the states and now we're getting it and people really raved about the series like as a whole Mm -hmm. and i think people really rated the last episode i actually gave up on the book like really far Mm -hmm. into it like maybe 150 pages 200 pages in. Mm -hmm. i didn't really see where it was going i'm still i still not i actually ended up googling it because i thought fuck it i just want to know yeah. what happened and i remember thinking oh nothing really did happen and i was expecting a gone girl style you know mm. sorry i don't know if it's a spoiler to mm. say there is no gone girl style twist it's mm. it's more like a kind of psychological yes yeah, so it's not really about
2: her disappearance no it's more about him growing old and exactly all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. It's, it's not
0: quite as dramatic as you're led to believe and mm. yeah you think it's going to be some kind of big reveal and i found it a bit mm. that, that would be
2: very annoying if i get to the end and yeah like, sorry <laughs> but people have really and
0: i know and i do think that the, sh- the, the show is slightly different to the book mm. what i've heard so um okay. and it generally seemed to have been really well received so don't know i, I watch it i will definitely watch it mm. having mm-hmm. not loved the book interesting georgina um i
3: actually went to the theater a couple of weeks ago and saw sylvia I- at oh, yes. the Old Vic um, with Beverly Knight and it was just absolutely brilliant. Was it really? Uh, yeah and I was pleased to see because I went on opening night so I was really pleased to see then that the critics were kind of all praising. Um, it was sort of take two so they actually went to see it the first time and it wasn't really finished. They called it a workshop production but Ooh. I don't think it was meant to be a workshop production. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, and then Covid and, and the rest of that so they are now it's and it was really different actually. It felt really different to the first time I watched it okay, um, so it's all um, it's Katie Prince who is um, an amazing kind of dance choreographer and it's done in the style of Hamilton I guess it's kind of the closest thing um, so it's very stripped back set and it's all kind of um, rap and dance um, and it's yeah, it's really good. But it's about... It's suffragettes. about the suffragettes. Right, yeah. and Sylvia is... It's the Pankhurst family, and Sylvia is Emmeline Pankhurst's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about different siblings and things that happen, and then it's about their campaign for women's rights to have the vote. So
0: kind of like Hamilton, it's a true story, but told through an yeah. unexpected medium. Yeah, okay. yeah. and it's, uh, it's brilliant. It's uplifting, it's
3: moving, it's disturbing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got everything...
0: Okay, she's amazing. Did you see? Did you see her, Beverly Knight, talk about it on Graham Norton? A few, she was on it a few weeks ago, and she was telling some story about how she was performing it for Beyonce. I don't, anyway, she's just amazing, isn't she? I think she's also, yeah. um, but
3: her energy and her, God, her voice. Yeah, I mean, they've all got amazing voices. I have to say, yeah, she just commands your attention. She commands the stage. But the you know this, they're not really supporting the, the, the mm. rest of the cast. They're all amazing, and um, yeah, it's it's a really energetic, uplifting, and Educational nice. evening. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's great. It was really good. Do you know how long it's on for? Sorry, I don't. Um, okay. Well, Old Vic, you said the Old Vic. Yeah, I feel like it's um, maybe till about April, but okay. I maybe we should get your tickets.
0: Get your tickets now. Get your tickets now. Um, everybody's brought something along to talk about today. Do we start with the Mermaid Lady? Yep. Here she is. Okay, <laughs> and it's blue. Who, who is she and what does she do? So she's called Kate
3: McLeod also known as The Hebridean Mermaid. Right. And, um, well, there are two. There's also one here called Emma Parker. There's actually quite a few. And basically, these are predominantly women, it seems, who buy these very long mermaid tails or monofins. And um, they swim with them and it boosts fitness and mindfulness. And apparently the... Maimin Mermaid Academy in Bournemouth, in Dorset, claims to have trained more than two thousand mermaids, oh, okay. taught by qualified swimming instructors and freedivers. So I kind
0: of like, I get like, I can really understand how that's good for your core. Like I can mm, really yeah. feel the. can <laughs> feel it <laughs> yeah. I feel core, it, yeah like I get it. Yeah, but I don't understand the kind of purporting to be mermaids side of it. Like, wouldn't surely there's a version of that fin that looks like? I mean, for those listening, it's it's a it's a fake mermaid. It's not like a kind of. Think about like a flipper, right? That doesn't look like a fish's foot. So why <laughs> the must the this look like that? You know like what he... I mean? Whatever. <laughs> you know, it looks like a piece of equipment rather than something like yes.
2: aquatic. Yes. Well, you could have something more practical. Why do, Why yeah. not have
1: something more practical? I feel like I it's wild swimming meets cosplay. That's the point. It's £150
3: <laughs> for one of those. There were children's ones for 40 okay. Um
1: I'm pretty sure I saw this girl on a like YouTube video or something. Yeah, she's also a... yeah. You. She said it was like about feeling closer to nature okay and i guess you don't feel that much closer to nature when you're in like scuba gear or mm. something as you say more practical so maybe this makes her feel more one but it's kind water. of and i don't wish to be
0: disparaging
1: but it's kind of then like buying like a bunny costume
0: and going for a walk in the woods you know <laughs> what I mean? like what's the difference so, <laughs> so,
1: that is the best analogy
0: i is it not heard. the same is <laughs> yeah, it no, not I think you are yeah, i think you're well, right well so The
3: other one, who is called Emma Harper. Emma Mm. Harper says the distinction between mermaids and their reasons for swimming like one is important. There are the glamour mermaids, she says, all beautiful in their headdresses. But now I'm slightly older, I don't care what people think, and it's more fun than Pilates. I don't know if that really gives you a reason as to why she does it, but basically it seems to be a kind of fun. Life is too short. Mm. We're just going to put this tail on and... Feel fabulous. Feel good swimming. I'm sorry.
0: And where mm. does I just want to understand where it comes up to and where it, what you wear it with of, it. it. It sort of comes up to your waist. Yeah, it's like a jeans. and then a oh the oh bikini my God, it's top. Enormous. Hang on, pass that. <laughs> that would
2: be so it uncomfortable. Is.
0: So what? Her feet finished there.
1: Yeah. yeah. And is the actual tail fin part that must be quite like thick and substantial if that's all you're using to like well you know yourself. how you do butterfly yeah, yeah. it's like you'll do oh, yeah, butterfly I completely, it's so like having
0: weighted butterfly yeah but also with no option to like you've got to be pretty strong when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online
2: yeah, because yeah. You, can't, yeah, yeah, give you, up. Can't,
0: you can't. You then can't then just like stop. No, no. Know. And also, do, what did you do? Do you see? Do, do you put it on? On? I do not know why I'm looking at you like I, I, I do. I do. I am. I was, I was about to say. I'm a bit Jeez. curious as to you interactions. The answer.
3: <laughs>
0: questions on the me. side. Do you sit on the side of the pool and then just you sort of wiggle into it? I yeah. guess, and then yeah. pop in. And I wonder if it feels like so many questions. I wonder if it feels like a wetsuit or if it feels like a kind of foamy.
1: Well, you wouldn't want it to and weigh down and get too all? heavy. I was going to say, it must be like a scuba type material. I wonder as well if you take the fin part off, so you like wiggle into the... Oh, maybe there's like... The, like, like, tri- like well, yeah, wing. but you only have to get to the edge, so it's not that bad. And then you just pop the fin on when you're ready to go. No, out. I think there must be little holes for your feet. In the fin part. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ah. and then you So it's like in. a trail. Mm-hmm. And- mm-hmm. Mm. I'm sorry, where do you do this? Anywhere you like. But That's do the they go? Point.
3: Well, in Dorset, you go to the
1: Academy for Mermaids. You have to be trained. I'm just wondering,
0: they don't say, I'd love to know. This woman has said it has helped with her core after having three children in a
1: C-section. Oh, there's a parenting feature in it, Georgina. Yeah, maybe. Okay, well, fascinating. Emma, what was it you brought along?
2: So I saw this in Sunday Times style. It's about how basically since the pandemic that we've all got a lot ruder Mm. and Mm. everyone's just more impatient mm. and just not being as polite to each other um and there is uh, liz wise who's the etiquette advisor at debrett's she says that in the pandemic we were very isolated and people now are very self i'm un, sorry aware when they're in public so we've kind of regressed slightly um and yeah and all good manners apparently gone to pot do you agree I definitely think people are a lot more impatient like mm. on the tube and you know tutting walking down the street mm. and all that kind of stuff um I wonder if we're just
0: more vocal about it what you think the British I'm more inclined to... has melted away yeah I'm just more inclined to tut at someone now than I might have been in the past but I think it doesn't I'm not any more irritated but are you tutting because you feel they're breaking some kind of
3: post-covid convention of oh, behavior no. are you tutting in a kind of oh you're in my personal space mm, yes tutting. yes as long
0: as you're covid yeah whereas yes, before you would have accepted that I now just, you're I more
3: germ aware or distance no no aware. no it's
0: more just that i w- now i would just i would have been too polite before to say it oh i see and now you're just more yeah. honest yeah, yeah i think so Harriet, you earlier said that you thought you agreed with
1: Yeah, I do. I wonder if it's just sort of a, like, survival of the fittest thing, which is what we've all been through, right? Mm. It's like when when our species is faced with, like, a supposedly, like, um, extinction threat, whether it's then natural, as the DeBretz lady is saying, to kind of go very insular and be like, well, I've just got to worry about me and keep myself alive. And if we have dependence, then dependence alive. So therefore, our, like, tolerance for things has completely diminished. Mm. Because the pandemic to tie it to the pandemic is a bit weird isn't it because at the beginning of lockdown everyone was like helping their neighbors Mm. and like doing old people shopping and yeah Yeah. and then very quickly that like went away didn't Mm. it and we've been left with yeah i think the the length of time
2: exactly just turned yeah i don't know how that's
1: happened but it definitely has that's why i think it's got to do with this like i'm under siege i'm under threat Mm. psychology that goes into like a very primal part of Mm, our brains it does and then when we come out of it, we just haven't had any event that would force us to do anything for anyone else. That sounds Perhaps. really d- dreadful, but...
2: It also says here that like hate speech on Twitter has increased by... 58 percent
0: well that's cheery so i also well i think we've got a lot more to be angry about than we did before and i know it's all relative but like if you look at i mean not that i'm encouraging hate speech by any by any stretch but just be honest guys (laughs) yeah but but as in you know there are so many you know we had brexit to deal with before the pandemic but pandemic and subsequent years have have been brutal for mm-hmm. so many reasons for so many people so i wonder if it's just a kind of socio-economic thing more you know that everybody's just pissed off and angry mm. and tired and irritated from years of
1: being beaten down We yeah. can't look on the bright side anymore know, it's not very jolly chat i kind of find that
0: feature
3: quite hard to get on board with if i'm honest um i see so much goodwill Aww. still left i see people holding doors open for people people giving people space people helping
1: with... how close is your planet to my planet <laughs> I don't know where are you hanging out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe it's the way one perce- perceives. Maybe, maybe it's me. But maybe then I, you know,
3: what I might see as someone being kind and considerate, someone else might interpret it as that person interfering. Mm. So it's where you're coming perception. from. Um, and I also think that um, there is a lot of bad stuff going on in the mm. world. You know, there's a war. There are what was it? Two hundred migrants on a boat that got sank Mm. that that sunk at the weekend, and you know there are global issues to be angry about, exactly um, political issues to be angry about. Um, I think it's really important to be vocal about those. Mm. So, but I don't see that as bad behaviors or bad manners. I think Mm. that's just calling out bad behavior, Mm. maybe. But I think in terms of neighborliness and people in smaller communities, I don't feel that I'm witnessing personally mm. um people behaving badly if anything i'd say i hate london's probably
2: not the best like, like london mm-hmm. is famous for people being quite
0: rude anyway yeah, but i live in london but you don't take the tube to work every day and i feel well, like the tube I, I is, the, the is the uh, yeah. like this epicenter of Poor London manners and manners, yeah okay
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean I think there was a lot of people
0: stealing things off doorsteps that's mm. gone up that's can I tell you how many times that's happened to me it is yeah. awful the first time it happened they stole something quite expensive then we then we learnt our lesson the second time it happened they stole six Mr Muscles so I hope you enjoyed <laughs> that thief it is so box.
3: random what people
0: are stealing but I mean they're, they're just so taking so the box they, they the box. don't know what's in it exactly just an Amazon <laughs> box but they're so brazen these men mm. like I've got a nest it's all on video mm. and they yeah. literally just walk up they kind of pretend they're on the phone they open open the gate, take the package and walk off. Yeah. It's so... And then dump oh it yeah. halfway down the street. Oh yeah, we found all the packaging on, yeah. The, yeah, on the street. Oh my yeah. God. That makes me angry. Makes I'm me happy really to get angry. cross about that. You're damn right. I think we all should. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, well, that was cheery. Um, <laughs> yeah, <this> was, <laughs> sorry for bringing the mood <laughs> down. What do you with think, Emma, what do you find the rudest thing that people do? You know, you also commute every single day. What, what is your thing where you're just like, oh, that makes my blood boil? When
2: uh, people on the tube have their bag... On the seat, mm-hmm. and then there's people standing, and and they just they I don't know. It's just so brazen. Mm-hmm. Like I would
0: always say, "Please can you move your bag?" Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. But the fact that they don't, do you yeah, know what I know mean? Just, like they just sit there, like it's just Aussie. Don't yeah. you get
3: scared about what someone's gonna say if you if you do that? I would be I like, like, I would, like, I would. I'm gonna just stand for four stops because really? I just don't <laughs> want to. Really I, I move move your please, bag. can you oh, move I your bag? No. As, yeah,
0: I would say, I'm I'm so sorry. Would you yeah. mind moving your bag, please?
3: Or do you mind? Like, yeah, with... I'll just get my knife out.
0: From <laughs> That's what I would
3: think it would be. About. I
0: would probably. I mean, look, if it was like a seven-foot-tall man with like a I don't know huge rucksack, maybe I would. And maybe it would be a maybe it would be a case of
1: knowing who, knowing who. Yeah, exactly. Knowing who to start beef
0: with on the tube. <laughs> but, um,
1: I love the idea yeah. of you looking these people up and down, and being like. I can take her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she'll do. Here we go.
0: Um, Harry. what do you think is the rudest thing? I
1: don't know if it's one thing, but I think the thing that bothers me the most is not actually like not holding a door open for me or something. I probably couldn't care less. It's just entitlement these Mm. days. Like so many people thinking that they're entitled to something over me. The number of times I find myself in the street being like, oh, okay, your life is so important. Do you say that yeah. out Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've become that person. I I've called, become that I person. I called someone a menace the other day
0: and Ben was like, you're <laughs> 70 years old. It's like, they were cy- we've got a one-way street and they were mm. cycling the wrong way. And I said, you're a menace. And I think a lot of my
1: like rude and entitled stuff happens on the roads because I drive mm. up and down to Surrey quite a lot. So it's things like when people overtake you on the inside of a lane in London, to like just make it through the traffic lights and then you follow them all the way up the hill and they're mm. now like one car length yeah, yeah. and you're like was yeah. that worth it i'm so glad that was worth it to you
0: yeah i so agree so it's just stuff like that i know Driving in London is the piss. Um, someone on our team was going to a dinner and they said that C D Khan was going to be at the event and they said, oh, I'm, I really hope that I'm not sat next to him because I wouldn't know what to say to him. I was like, are you joking? I know <laughs> what got I said. I've list. got so much yeah. to say to Sadiq <laughs> Khan. I've Me got too. All the chat. Me too. <laughs> oh, God, London's impossible. Okay. Um, well, to end on a cheery note, Georgina, thrilled that you think that people are still being kind and positive mm. to one another. It's nice that we come to work and everybody's like that. Oh, yeah. At least really, yeah. once you get once yeah. you get off the train and through the door. No. Um, Harriet, what did you
1: bring? Um, So I found this report that came out, Milan Fashion Week has just sort of wrapped. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, But obviously Fashion Month is in full swing. And this was in The Guardian um, saying that bland standing is the biggest trend to come out of Fashion Week, especially Milan. Um... Does anyone know what it means? I would imagine it means bland. boring clothes. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. When I read it, I was like, oh, what does that mean? And then I, I read the article and it was like, oh no, it's quite a literal term. Okay. In the sense that. Simple.
0: Yeah. Mm. Simple it's a bit fashion. like normcore. You kind of wonder Ish. that. The, or is it more like the quiet luxury?
1: Yeah, thing? true. Is it that? It's kind of a mix, I would say, because what it's essentially getting at, and I think the reason that they sort of jumped on it after Milan was typically Milan is known like the Gucci's and everything, for quite a lot of maximalism, quite a lot of intense luxury, like really fine fabrics mm. and crazy expensive bags and things like that. And then this year, obviously, Alessandro Michele has left Gucci. This is his final show. So it's kind of this new mm. wave is starting to come into Milan. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, they said Prada in particular was really, really simple and they're saying it's this sort of reaction back away from insane, over-the-top fashion mm-hmm. to things that are practical, things that will stay in your wardrobe for a long time. And they say the main driving forces are cost of living and sustainability. As well, of
0: course. Because
1: things like if you bought, I don't know, like a pink feather coat, mm-hmm. like unless you're a maximalist through and through... Mm-hmm and you're an iris at type who's never going to dress any other way then sure that might stay in your wardrobe Mm. for ages but for most people they would probably tire of it so they're saying you know the focus is now much more on things that you're going to own for 2025 years i thought prada was beautiful Mm. i
0: suppose it's a shame for those who do want to dress in a slightly more slightly less kind of Conformist way that that's. I mean, grey coats. Were, I, don't know, I don't know if you, how much you know you notice this, but across, I mean, practically every mm. show, grey coats was the kind of mo for Milan in particular. Mm-hmm. And like, that's. I mean, that's that's lovely. That's elegant. It's it's a great trend to be setting rather than I don't know as you say pink feathers because mm-hmm. it, it's more applicable to everybody. But equally, it leaves me feeling a bit deflated.
2: Mm. But I don't you think there is always a trend, and then there is always a, a, an opposing trend. Yes. So like. You know, I still think there is some fun
0: mm-hmm. on the cap. Like I still think, you know, you do get your sequins and True. your feathers and your metallics and- And to be fair, if you, I don't know if you saw much of Bottega, but there was some, there were some jeans that actually were leather, even though they looked denim and they yeah, were that and then, Yeah, that was crazy. I couldn't believe Yeah, they were wild. And then, I mean, Gucci, the Gucci show has been completely panned mm. because it was a bit of a hot mess. But equally, if you like that kind of fun sequin, mm. frivolous thing. You're probably more likely to find something there for you Mm. than anywhere else. Did you see Praja? Yeah, it was beautiful. I mean, it was was so so stunning. Yeah, so, so amazing. Any other highlights putting on the spot? Sorry. Um, Or any other highlights so far? We've obviously had London and and New York as well. I
2: mean, I always like Bottega. I just think how they do, their luxury is just so beautiful. Mm Um, and like Prada, as you say, was stunning.
1: So. Any thoughts on Burberry? I was just about to say, what do you guys General think Lee's of Burberry? First Burberry show. I, mean,
2: I I thought it was. Great. I loved that he did all that colour mm. and you know progressed the check mm. and kept that going. I like that. I think it was hyped up so much. So he had, he had you know he had big shoes to fill, mm. but I think he kept the kind of the Britishness of the brand, and I think he did well.
0: I read something... No, lie. Saw it on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> where did I see this really interesting analysis? Obviously, it was on TikTok. Um, and they were saying that, you know, they kind of... Ricardo Tiskey's Burberry wasn't selling. That's kind of ultimately why it didn't work out. So, you know, Daniel Lee came in and the whole idea was that he was going to kind of do what he did to, at Burberry do what he did at Bottega mm. to Burberry and that you know there was a whole kind of fuss made about this return to Britishness and going back to British kind of core and obviously Burberry is so synonymous with that and then actually if you look at the show you're a bit like oh really Has like is that what's happened because there's I mean there's not a trench coat in sight or mm-hmm. not a kind of t- traditional garbage one anyway and, Um but then this person was saying that actually maybe this is kind of that's just not the Britain of today and this is actually more reflective of mm-hmm. a kind of grungier younger moodier kind of goes back to our last conversation mm. angrier yeah slightly more punk britain um because it had it i mean it's it would be a reach to say it was westwood-esque but it has that, yeah, angry that London mm. feel mm. way more than a kind of classic sophisticated Burberry yeah living. and the, the imagery the campaign Im- like that's very much yeah it
2: that is vibe. so true it's almost
0: so,
1: I mean. it's interesting you, it's like a
2: new Britain yeah, maybe, yeah yeah
1: it's interesting you say about punk and like new Britain and stuff and that very like almost 80s vibe mm. to it because I don't know if anyone else listens to big on this old thing podcast yes. I
0: have but not go on not there's recently. a new series
1: mm. um and whilst some of the not all the guests have been great this season in my opinion but the last one was Sandy Powell who recently won the BAFTA Fellowship Award. She's possibly the most famous costume designer. Yes. Who, ever. by the
0: way, was sat so the BAFTAs were on the Sunday, and on the Friday we had been at dinner, and she had been in the restaurant, and I didn't know until she popped up on screen on Sunday because she is comparatively distinctive, distinctive mm-hmm. with bright orange, yeah. I mean, dyed orange hair, and we were like, "Oh, she was at Scott's." Anyway. <laughs> we know, <laughs> obviously, having a celebratory dinner. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: no, she's great. I went to like a private talk with her last year, and she was brilliant. Anyway, she said on the podcast that she thinks punk is like the first and last like original movement of fashion so i wonder if there's anything in his mind that Mm. thinks like if if he is expected to go into burberry and i'm sure his brief is like make it original Mm. he's thinking what was the last like original kind of movement in fashion because she was making this really eloquent point that like all the decades 30s 40s 50s 60s 70s hark back to something else so like the 70s are very inspired by the 30s a lot of the fashion and she was like but punk comes along and you, and it's the first mm. time you think we've not seen any of this before this feels so new well then equally it's such a british phenomenon as well mm-hmm. it's such a british mm. look and feel and, and it kind
0: of would make sense that burberry would then you know if you're looking for something that feels relevant, but not, but but a departure at the same time, mm-hmm. that kind of feels like an obvious landing place. And rebellious
1: well. too. Like you say, mm. Georgina, about there's so much to be angry about. Like mm. whether it's, I don't know, rowing back of abortion laws or whatever. Like people are people are pissed off. Mm. And the last time they were seriously pissed off, mm. it was,
0: um, yeah, 80s Britain probably. Yeah, so true. More cheery chat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in conclusion, bland core. What was it called? Bland, bland standing. Bland standing.
1: Yeah. Um, like bland core. Mermaid core is another trend. trend. (laughs) (laughs) We've got them all here today. Naked dresses, indie sleeves, which might be harking to Burberry as well. Indie sleeves. Indie sleeves. I don't think I'll be doing that one. (laughs) No. Okay, let's do some
0: quick fire questions. Uh, Spring fashion must-have pieces. One thing you are coveting for spring, Emma. I know it's really
2: boring, but an oversized trench because I just like get so much wear. Yeah. And
0: there's so many. Can I I tell you what I've got coming? It's arriving on Wednesday. I've got the sleeper one, the one with the flowers on it. Oh my God, it's incredible. I know. exciting. I know. Is it one side, is it it reversible? No. I don't think so. I think there's two different colors. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, there's a blue and then there's a pink. And I think it's like, okay, so I'm going to Paris. I'm going Paris. I'm Paris. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to Paris next weekend. And I have like, I have this aesthetic in mind. I just need to buy a pair of sunglasses but the sunglasses are really expensive and I can't buy them just for this outfit that I have in my head. <laughs> but, but this, if, if the sleeper trench is as good as I think it is, it's like a pink, It's for those listening, it's a pink, it's somewhere between a trench and it, what is that type of jacket called? You know, like a barber. Like a gabardine. Like a, is it yeah. a gabardine? Well, with that like little kind of brown collar. Oh yeah. Well, you they're wax jackets at Barber, yeah, yeah, it's exactly. It's like, a, yeah. it's always got that feel. But, and it's covered, it's got these like d- dainty little flowers on it. So and so beautiful. that's floor length. So I'm thinking that like done like, all cool. the way up. And then... Bright orange handbag, and then there are these Loueve sunglasses. There, they're like a peach color, and they do, they're rimless, and the whole glass is oh, a peach, yes. and they've got the big thing. On. Anyway, I won't be buying those sunglasses because they're really expensive. <laughs> but that's just the vibe. That's but the vibe. That's the vibe for yeah. Paris next week. Um, anyway, sorry. You would like to I'm sorry, fully fully um, usurp that conversation. You would like to buy an oversized trench. What, have you seen any that you like? Um, I've seen loads actually. I think
2: I'm quite. Cla- I think I will go like quite classic. I know that's um boring but I've seen uh, I can't remember where it's from but one with like little puff sleeves so adds a bit of a difference Mm. but it's still something that you could wear kind of all season nice um and I think I'm gonna go for like a really like a maxi maxi one
0: that's what i'm thinking yeah I'm thinking it's about mine's the really maxi maxi
1: you you've got that mega regina pio one it's not regina pio it's resume copenhagen that's
0: it polly's is regina pio yes
1: and i'm obsessed with it when it came i didn't realize how full length it really was mm. i mean it literally hits at my ankle. no but i think that that's good this year. Yeah. and then it's very classic in its like color and its fabrication but it's got this huge like bib collar on it i'm obsessed with it's it. really cool it's really, really how cool, are you coping one. with
3: these full length trench coats in the rain oh it means keeping it keeping I dry underneath do under they
0: me? not get then like filthy at the bottom yeah but the no, you don't, and... the easiest things to clean well you don't want it scraping the floor no no just... you want it like i say ankle Yeah, like, and i think a point with that would be so cool nice. yeah. Wow. yeah 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 no i'm obsessed
1: with mine if, if resume is still doing the
2: same style
0: yeah, i highly recommend it um georgina what's on your spring fashion wish list
3: i definitely want to get some new trousers Wide leg trousers. I've got my cream ones. Me and M. I know. I've been looking at me and M. There are a pair of camel wool ones that I wanted. I wasn't quick enough. It sold out. I then took my chance ordering a different size, and they're beautiful, but. They're just a little bit small. Mm, so I just have to wait to see what mm. comes in stock or we'll get a different style. But well, I have try actually it tried on quite a few of theirs and they're yeah. really they're, they're the good pleating trousers, at the front. The pleating yeah. at the front is so well designed. Mm-hmm. So I actually feel like I'm kind of spoiled for choice because they've got all colours. And, and they're all really styles. thick. Like they yeah. look yeah.
0: really well they hold their shape. Because yeah. if you want yeah. that wide leg with the pleating they're really structured. Yeah. 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 So
3: some nice yeah a neutral colour I think I'm nice. going to sign up to the what was it? Bland core. <laughs> bland standing bland stand yeah let's go it's much easier yeah. we'll go
0: yeah. i'm going blancor on my trousers
3: <laughs> i
1: hear um harriet anything on your wish list loafers i think oh yeah mm. and is it too soon to talk about swimwear go for it i mean it's one of my favorite things and is it really yeah i fucking hate buying swimwear it's my <laughs> worst thing in the whole world so i have this really messed up relationship with it mm. where i love looking for it online i love Buying it, mm. I love waiting for it to arrive. I try it on at yeah. home and it's like the worst. Okay, because <laughs> it's
0: quite abnormal for people to wish. It, I mean, <laughs> awesome if you feel good in swimwear, but I just feel
1: like that's something that traditionally women have quite a, yeah, a difficult relationship yeah. buying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I do have that same troubled relationship that everyone you, has. I get this
0: sometimes with some things where you just, you sort of like
1: forget, you just see it and you're like, oh, that'll look, look like that. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, wait. wait. It's so weird to mm. me because I wouldn't say I've got any kind of like major body positivity. Or body dysmorphia Mm. i'm just sort of like normal in the middle with it all but yeah i was um what do you
2: look for in your perfect swimwear
1: i've got a real mix at home so i have to say that last year i was really into the skim swimwear Mm -hmm. Mm. oh interesting because it's all like building blocks so Mm. you really just have to pick your color and then she does literally every style she does High-waisted bottoms, t-shirt tops, string tops, like but is it all pieces. in those
0: same bo- uh, bland core colours, <laughs> boring core?
1: <laughs> What's it called? Are they all in
0: those norm core? Bo- <sighs>
1: a lot of it is very norm core colours, so like Not bland core is the word I'm looking for. Bland, bland core, core colours, yeah. So a lot of it is like blacks and greys and nudes. Mm. But then every year she does seasonal colours. Okay. So last year it was like this periwinkle blue and a bright bubblegum pink, and she's oh, right, just re-released. The senior seasonal colors this year, and it's like a bright, bright like Santorini blue, Ooh, and then oh, a nice. lime green, which I'm not, I'm not sure I'm brave enough to do. If but. someone
0: told me I had to wear nude swimwear, <laughs> yes. I would just never go. Yeah, it. it's not. <laughs> like I'd rather I would take. I'll take. Yeah, n- yeah. N- yeah. Each other. yeah.
1: It wasn't really the colors that probably attracted me to it. First and foremost, it was more like this clever like. And she does a lot of like modest options as well. So she does like full body suits if you want that in swimwear. Um, you know, maybe if your religion dictates that or something. She does shorts. Like I say, she does string bikinis. Like it's all, it covers literally every nice. gamut. And you can pick, you can like say, oh, I want a really like revealing top, but a more modest bottom. Okay, yeah. So I think it's really clever that in that clever. sense. And it caters to every body shape okay. as a result. Um, but I love Hunza G. I haven't got a Hunza G bikini in many, many years. So mm-hmm. I'm sort of thinking about that this they year always have good colors yeah.
0: yeah um okay i think we'll leave it there thank you everyone if you have any feedback please do email podcast actually likes.com we love hearing from you don't forget to rate review subscribe and tell your friends and we'll see you next time Bye bye